yoga teachings relevant to your life today. I'm Jess Goulding, a yoga therapist and yoga teacher based in Austin, Texas. What you're about to hear is the opening of my public yoga class where I introduce an idea that I hope you can use on the mat and off the mat in your everyday life. Then we'll set an intention and do some guided breathing. You can listen to this while you're driving or doing the dishes, and maybe you can find a way to take a break. Just stop, get centered before moving on with your day. And I'd love to hear from you. So stay through the end and I'll tell you how we can get connected. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. I want to just jump in right away with a new teaching series. We haven't done one in a little while, and I haven't actually taught this series in a while, so it's time. And we're going to do the yamas and the niyamas. We're going to look at the ethical precepts of our practice so that we're seeing our yoga unfolding on the mat through our bodies and breath and meditation and then off the mat, because as we are bombarded each day with distressing news, I like you to be armed with what the yoga response is. Since you're sitting on this path, walking on this path, I think we all need to be reminded of what is on this path beyond triangle pose, right? So the triangle pose, that purpose is to practice being in a stress position while your nervous system is calm. It is to open up your body in order to sit in meditation. It is to challenge yourself to be in one pose for an extended amount of time, maintaining your attention. So that is the yoga. You know, the outward experience of it is much less than what's going on inside. And so today we bring to our practice the first yama, which is ahimsa, non-harming. So in your physical practice, back off of things that create pain. Go right up to the edge of experience or resistance. That is good. Breathe into the resistance. Let your body move a little bit more into the resistance. But if you get a pain signal, practice moving the other way. Pain is your body's telling you this is becoming violent. And especially on your mat, you want to practice that nonviolence. I'm going to read from Light on Yoga um, by Iyengar because I really love his description of these practices. Okay, so this first yama, ahimsa. He says, it, ahimsa is made up of the particle ah, or a, meaning not, and himsa meaning killing or violence. It is more than a negative command not to kill, for it is a wider positive meaning, love. This love embraces all creation, for we are all children of the same creator. The yogi believes that to kill or destroy a thing 
is an insult to its creator. Violence arises out of fear, weakness, ignorance, or restlessness. To curb it, it is what's most, what is most needed is freedom from fear. To gain this freedom, what is required is a change in outlook on life and reorientation of the mind. Violence is bound to decline when people learn to base their faith upon reality and investigation rather than upon ignorance and supposition. This is another beautiful part of practicing what you want to believe in your yoga in your asana practice because you're not going to believe in a triangle it's an experience so you're practicing experiential learning you'll go and meet actual people that might disagree with you that might be from a different culture you're going to go experience that before making a judgment because you've been in your body doing things it's a very embodied practice so ahimsa reminds us that nonviolence means love of all. And that we can lean back into that oneness, that we can trust that we are all made of the same things of the trees, so let's not be violent to any of it. Ask a weed before you pull it. That's something that I learned working with uh, a botanist friend. She said to talk to the plants before you pull it. Ask, may I pull you? I don't always remember, but I feel much more in touch with what I'm doing when I have that community that communion with that plant. Can I pull you? Okay, thanks. I just had my trees trimmed. I, I had to ask them, can we, can we lift this canopy a bit? And they didn't answer, but we did it anyway. <laughs> right, but you know, just that, for me, that's an acknowledgement that there is, there, is, uh, there is a sameness between us and we can lean back, back into that. So when there is suffering in the world as there is today, <laughs> we lean back and bring our own suffering to them. Richard Rohr talks about suffering so beautifully because he acknowledges that when he gets into his, uh, his self-oriented suffering, like I'm not uh, fulfilling my dreams or uh, my, you know, his dog past was a big one and it was really, really hurting him on the inside. And then when he leaned back and brought his suffering and united it with the suffering of all of humanity, his decreased because he realized I'm not alone in my suffering. So ahimsa, this love of all, also reduces suffering because you will have suffering in life, this is part of it. But when you lean it back into the suffering of everything, you have more ease, okay? So let's sit together and get a little centered on ahimsa this morning, nonviolence, and beyond that, love. Pushing into your fingers, rise high with your heart. And really focus on your breath here. So the breath fills and empties as you're creating space between each vertebrae. Your belly softens to allow inner experience and expansion. Draw in the low belly, lift the pelvic floor to hold steady inside. Release your hands to your thighs, close your eyes. Bring your attention to the heart center. So when we think about ahimsa, we recognize there is a place within 
that does not experience violence. This heart chakra, anahata, is unstruck. So there is a natural place within you that knows nonviolence, that knows deep love. So with every inhale, allow your heart center, imagine that expanding outwards through your body. With every exhale, embrace yourself on the inside, a loving hug. So you become this beautiful pulsation, inhaling and exhaling around the unstruck inner nonviolence. And into your body. First with gratitude. And then ask your body permission to move and breathe into your practice, into your day, in a co-participation with your heart. palms together at your heart. Gently press your thumbs against your sternum, sternum back against your thumbs in a remembrance of that inner space of what is lovingly, not violent. And we'll chant the sound of Om three times to begin. <clears throat> Take a deep breath in. Exhale all the way. Breathe into all. Thanks for listening to Ready, Get Centered, Go. We can easily keep in touch through my website, jessgyoga.com, or my Facebook page, or my Instagram. You can subscribe to this podcast on any platform where you hear podcasts. I'd love for you to leave a review. Many thanks to Abby Robbins for our theme music. Until next time, this is Jess Goulding, keeping you centered.